When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It is for some people. Kansas City Chiefs fans, happy. Detroit Lions fans, happy. Buffalo Bills fans, mm, probably not so much. You talked to your husband, Pandy, at Virginia? Yeah, I texted him and I was like, oh, babe, I'm so sorry about the ending last night. And he just wrote, stings. Stings, Mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Stings. One word text. That's how you know a motherfucker's going through something. Or that's how you know someone's either mad yeah. Sad or depressed or just don't want to talk to you. If you're a sports fan, you've been there. It happens. That's why, you know, those thrills of victory are so big. But, yeah, at, at cities that really do feel like they deserve it. At Detroit, they deserve it. Buffalo, they deserve it. They need to get there. It's been, like, forever. I don't know if they've ever won a Super Bowl. They never won. They've been there four times. Yeah. So they, they, they need it. Casey, you've had enough. Dolphins deserve it. They do. The Dolphins haven't even had a playoff win in 23 freaking years. So, yeah, I mean, I think they got the longest drought going now. So, yeah, the Dolphins fans deserve a little something. But, you know, they won Super Bowls back in the day. They still hang their hat on that perfect season in 72. The big story everyone's talking about is that big winning streak going on down here in South Florida. What's that? Danny's nose when you're high? Yeah, that's a win for everybody. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's talking about that. Big dub. (laughs) Perfect on the year, by the way. He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Good for him. Uh, As we do every single Monday, uh, we did some column outs today. And uh, one of my column outs, a little rant I had, was the fact that the city of West Palm Beach puts padlocks on all their parks. Couldn't even uh, go to and it's kind of a pain in the ass. So it was a beautiful day. I just wanted to throw the football around and my son knew that we couldn't find any place to to do it and i i started thinking i was like you know a lot of these kids in these neighborhoods man growing up that's all we did was go outside and play football and all that but there wasn't there's no field that was suitable to to go out and do that i'm like these kids want to play a pickup game or do something like that and then we get all upset all their hooligans we'll give them something to fucking do you know yeah a bunch of kids got uh in trouble at the fair this weekend uh, there was a big fight that broke out. Yeah, they what had that last year, young too, people. I yeah. But, I mean, if kids don't have other places to right. run out their energy and aggression. Yeah, and then we get all uh, upset with them. And, yeah, I went to the one park, and there was a guy from the city of West Palm sitting in his car, and I saw his locked, and he said, hey, buddy. And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you got you to gotta pay to use that field. I was like, taxes? He's like, no. I was like, dude, I paid to use this field. 
I pay motherfucking taxes. Oh, that guy <laughs> had such a boner. He was like, oh, he did. He was I so get excited. to tell somebody no. He loves to tell people they can't go on that field. It reminds yeah. me of that one dude when me and Danny used to live over at the townhouses. There'd be an HOA guy every Monday morning, right at five, like four thirty a.m., going just underneath everyone's car, taking pictures, writing notes of shit that everything they're doing wrong that they're going to get a notice about. Some people just love just to kind of fuck up. You're fun. Hello, guys? It's No, it's weird. Some people do get their jollies mm. off of stifling somebody else's good time. I've seen it on yeah. my HOA. Good Lord, they love it. Lisa said it's a liability issue for them. That's why they make you rent them, because the insurance will cover when you rent it. I've heard enough about insurance bullshit. I mean, I think I'm, I'm done with all that crap, and I think it's something that the city of West Palm Beach needs to try to figure out a solution for, because, like I said, there is a large swath of the city where you can't do anything. And I will tell you, I'm throwing this shade at the city of West Palm Beach because there are many other towns that uh, I know that have great parks, and I haven't had nearly the same kind of issues. It's been really tough. West Palm Beach... It's something they need to drastically improve. Wellington, a lot of other cities like that, they are very good at having parks and places where kids can go and, and play and practice and do all that kind of stuff, even on their own. So, uh, you know, insurance, I always hear that. That's like the one. I'm so sick of hearing about insurance. Insurance has been pissing in our Wheaties lately. It really has. Uh, insurance has been mm. just from we never talked about it to it's all we talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's something that uh, West Palm Beach needs to put on the docket and figure out because there are a lot of kids in a lot of these neighborhoods that I can see because I was looking at my map. I'm like, there's just nowhere to go. They need a place to go but and I, you need to figure it out. I mean, honestly, I'm more worried about just insurance issues for, for our future. I, I hear what you're saying. The kids, they're our future. And go play on the field. All this insurance shit really is a little... A little tricky to no, maneuver. It's, it's big for a lot of people. Car insurance, home insurance. Yeah, insurance is really, it's, especially in Florida, such a litigious society. It's tough. It's closing down a lot of really good things. It really is. I, I feel like there needs to be some kind of cap put on some of these lawsuits that are happening because it's the ridiculous ones that are getting through that are really causing such an issue. Andrea said, if you're comfortable with naming the parks... Uh, you went to across West Palm Beach. Tell me, what's the furthest area between parks you're trying to get to? In Boynton and Green Acres, we have a lot of open space, but it's so vital for their development. Yeah, the places where we went, we started at Howard Park, and they've got chains on the baseball field there. We've used the uh, outfield to uh, throw the ball around there, and that's where I saw the guy sitting in the car. And then we went to Gaines Park, and they've got soccer fields, uh, baseball fields, football fields, all kinds of stuff. Every single one is uh, padlocked, so... We climbed a damn fence. It makes sense why Howard Park's locked. That, that yeah. Howard Park has been always a tough area to. to, to my mm. dad used to play tennis there all the time, and there was always a weird fucking story at Howard Park. Yeah, as far as just mm. they they parks do bring on some weird stuff. My dad used to work at a park in Lake. Well, that's park. where I saw the shirtless guy that was shooting from half court. That was screaming profanities and. Hard talking himself. Just you knowing my, was interesting. my dad worked at a place where, you know, there was tennis courts and all that. And you do have to deal with a lot of weird, odd shit yeah. that I see why rules start to happen because of the weird shit that goes on. Yeah, but sometimes your rules, 
because I think it's just easier to throw rules at stuff. But you need to look at the the bigger picture and that for kids in West Palm Beach, there's no place for them to go and play if they want to play soccer or football or something like that. I would not be playing at Howard Park. You don't have any other options, you know? Where else are you going to go? What about where you live at? There's that whole field area where you guys... uh, well, I used to walk Chewy. We have the one. Yeah, we have the, the one park. Uh, the one thing about it is they don't mow it very often. And so, you know, we were doing uh, football stuff with Cannon. Your feet sinks into the grass. And so sometimes when you try to throw, you trip. And so it's kind of tricky. So we were looking for a place that had been mowed in the last six weeks. That doesn't always happen. Uh, so, yeah, somebody said Boca parks are pretty good. Yes, that's usually it. We load Cannon up in the car and we drive to Boca. So It's a little bit far from your home in West Palm. Yeah, that's just it. It's like, you know, and, and like I said, this is more of a rant for kids in these neighborhoods. Because, yeah, I, I have the option to get in a car. It's it's inconvenient, but I had that option. You know, we can drive all over the place to find it. But so I'm saying. It's West Palm needs to recognize that you are missing out on, on – well, you have the damn parks. Just unlock the motherfuckers. Figure out a reason how you can do it. I don't know what it is. Figure it out. I know you've got challenges, but you need to have an awareness that these kids don't have a place to go. And they're in a lot of the neighborhoods, honestly, where kids get criticized a lot for getting involved in bad things. And I'm like, well, you want to start going down the list of the reasons why? Here's one maybe. You have no outlet. Yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what, what else do you want them to do? What else is there for these kids to do in these neighborhoods? Uh, nothing. So that's why they're getting into trouble. Uh, Jeff said, hey, Kev, use the uh, field behind the ballpark of the Palm Beaches on Haverhill. Lots of grass area there. I have to check on that. I do know the grass area you speak of. I do know there are gates up around it. And that's always the thing. We always go, that's so disappointing where you go and you're like, hey, we're going to go play ball. And then you get there and they're all padlocked. And then you're like, oh, man, there's nowhere else to go. Or we got to drive another 25 minutes. You know, see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're all that. That's kind of it. It's, it's always kind of a crapshoot. Some some of these parks, sometimes they are unlocked. And you're like, cool. And then you just don't know. Uh, if you love the great outdoors, Linda's got this idea. Kev, please tell the camping community about this glamp and tent situation at Jonathan Dickinson State Park. They have air conditioning. Each tent has their own mini split air unit, fridge coffee maker, 20 feet away bathroom with showers. Boo, I'm telling you, they are glamp, and it's a place for Panda on those rough nights. <laughs> it's just one short bike ride away. Look how nice and tricked out that looks. There's some photos on KBJ TV. Oh, yeah. When it comes to the camping world, they, it's gone next level now. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have, Camping doesn't have to have... It doesn't have to suck anymore. There's, People who don't like camping <laughs> can now just go out there, oh, look, cool, fire, and then go on to some cool little glamping thing like that. Yeah. So there you go. That's a, that's a lovely idea. That is. That's, do, that's glamping. What do you guys... Th- do you guys like tent sex? <laughs> No, you're out you're out camping <laughs> and you're in the tent with your lover. Just you or is somebody else there? Look, whether it's two or one or three, whatever you're into. Uh, if you're if you and Panda are in a tent, would you feel weird about having sex in the tent? Yes. I figured that. I just feel weird about sleeping over in the tent. Period. I feel like I don't know. I'm I don't feel like I'm safe. You're afraid you're going to get ants crawling up your butthole? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I'm afraid of the murderer. The murderer. Yeah. Because we all know as soon as as soon as it goes in, that's when the murderers come out. That's how every <laughs> horror movie is like. As soon as there's sex, here comes the murderer. I'm afraid of just the whole idea of I don't know. The tent is not strong enough. Well, if the tent a, is a piece of fabric. All you need is a knife. Well, if you're like a place like a Jonathan Dickinson. You're spaced out, but you're not spaced out that much. So if you're in a tent hitting it, I feel like there's going to be some other campers that do hear the moans and yeah grunts of passion. <laughs> now, some people would be excited and charged by that. But. Unless you're having mime sex and... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. To me, it's more of a comfort thing. Anything than uh, anything like that. It wouldn't be a physically comfortable because you're on the ground, and then B, you're probably not comfortable because you're afraid someone can hear you. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things on that. I, I just I don't think I've ever been in uh, nature like that with uh, the Mexican Queen. Camping sounds fun, but I want an RV, not a tent. Gotcha. I want to sleep in the RV. I can lock the door. It's a little harder for the murderer to get in. You have RV sex, but you don't have tent sex. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, by the way, not surprised by that answer. Uh-huh. I think, I, and I want the RV to be nice. Well, yeah, we all know, Miss Prissy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want some 1985 RV with stains and stories. You would be the worst fucking person to legit go camping with. I'm talking, we load up all this stuff, got to send up a tent. There is no RV. It would... Oh my gosh, I would jump in the water and never come back. <laughs> he jumps in the gator pond. Yeah, gone. I get it though. It's mm-hmm. it's not for everybody. It's not. I like you know what I like camping during the day. I like like the idea of being out in nature and I like the idea of, you know, building a campfire and then hiking and, and doing all that stuff sounds fun in the day. As soon as the sun starts to set I just think about the murderer, and at, I want nothing to do with at it. At a campground, it's not the murderers you got to worry about. It's the drunk fucks you got to worry about. I am the drunk fuck. Yeah, no, you'd be one of the people I'd worry about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I've seen you in an RV before. Yes, you should worry. <laughs> she was so drunk, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm tired, and then slept for 18 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Peacefully, really too. Hard, he was yeah. just jealous because yeah. while I was sleeping, he somehow caught COVID. Yeah, that's right. By himself. Fucking <laughs> like joke. No Pot. one else got it, right? We were all hanging out together, yeah. and this fucker has COVID. By himself. Joe Ponton hits a pothole. I look back. Virginia jumps up mid sleep, falls back down on her bed, and just goes, <laughs> <laughs> right back at it. The most peaceful fucking sleep. Doesn't even phase her. <laughs> that is pretty unreal. It was unreal. And you wake up with COVID. I was so pumped to go to Bucky's, and I couldn't go to either one of them because I was like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's just tough. That's tough. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, I got kind of a column out here Mandy had sent in. She said, uh, I just can't uh, even believe this. Uh, it is a post that she had seen, I believe, on Facebook. It says, can we just get some humanity back in America? What are we doing? There is a pastor that is facing charges for sheltering homeless people. Chris Avell, the pastor of Dad's Place in Bryan, Ohio, was arraigned in court on January 11th for charges related to building code violations after he kept his church open to provide warmth and shelter for unhoused individuals. He pled not guilty to the alleged violations. They say the building is zoned as is not zoned as central business. So people aren't allowed to eat, wash clothes or sleep there. So he was not allowed to use the church to let uh, homeless people seek shelter. What the hell, people? Who who ratted him out? First of all, you are such a moron. The guy's trying to help people in the cold. Mm -hmm. He's trying to literally do what Jesus would have done. He said that uh, he will keep the church doors open through the winter because this is what the word of God teaches. And this is how I worship my God. Good for you. Boy, Mm -hmm. but if there was ever a time to put on some type of 80 or 90s movie type talent show where we raise money to get the insurance. Yeah. Everyone, you know, doesn't act. Some cool. big, I don't know. You see it always in those movies where they fix the problem at the end by putting on a talent show. I love it. There's that I word again, though. And and that's where just we, we, we got to get this thing in check. We really do. We are letting lawsuits and insurance push us in the opposite direction of common sense and humanity and, and humanity and it's it's getting to the point where it's it's getting to be ridiculous because you know those kind of things will happen there will be somebody who'll be in a church who was homeless who was there and they tripped fell and they broke their leg and then they sue and then they're given a million dollars and like we can't do this and can't afford to do that and that's that's where it's just look i mean Everybody that sues, it's crazy. Everybody that sues seems to get something. I mean, how many times do you hear of a lawsuit where they're like, no, you're not getting shit. Shut up, sit down. You know what? Things happen. Oh, That needs to be how it is. You know what? That's just life. It's called gravity. It's called whatever. They're trying to do something good for you. You know, shit up, shit up, shut up, whatever. Shut up, sit down. (laughs) Shut up and shit up. Shit up and shut up. (laughs) The lawsuit that I'm slapping Sinicki over here with, it's going to do numbers. Bring it. <laughs> I'm not scared of you, your bitch ass lawsuit.
<laughs> Too much paperwork. You're all talk, <laughs> no paperwork. You're right. As soon as you throw the P word at me, and there's paperwork. Oh, oh. shit, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, there is a positive column out. Savannah said that uh, Joe Coy put on an awesome show Saturday at the Casey Center. He was so hilarious. I'm happy to hear that. I know Good. people love him, and he's a he's a great dude. And I know he's had a tough month after that hosting gig, and people gave him a hard time. It's nice to have him back in his environment and doing well. Honestly, it's it's not going to hurt him at all. If anything, he's going to get some opportunities because of it. All the pretty much all the comedians are defending him. They're all going to have him on the podcast. He's going to do a whole podcast tour. And yeah. his fans are not going to yeah. drop no. him because he had one bad night in a gig that you're set up to fail. Right. And that is a, that probably is a really weird gig because you probably have to use some of their material. You have to probably try to put it into your- Well, he your... said it. He's like, I didn't write that joke. But I think that they'll, they'll suggest stuff to you and then you have to try to put it in your voice somehow. But uh. if you don't like the content anyway- Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well. I, I think that is that's that's the tough part about. It. I I don't think people realize to to get great jokes and great comedy. It's it's tough to write up a really good set in that amount of time. You know, unless you have really good uh, writers along with you. And it's, it, it's like Kevin Hart even defended it. Said it's just it's a not a, an environment that's made for comedians. And everybody does defend. Uh, they, they bring up Ricky Gervais and how he went up there the one year, a few years, but mm-hmm. there was one where he really roasted everybody so bad to the point mm-hmm. where no one's going to do it better. Yeah. And, and if they do, it's only going to be a very small percentage who can right, do it. Right. I think certain styles of comedians are better fit for that as well. And I think Joe's style just probably is not made for a award show like that. Ricky Gervais is. Plus, it's also nerve wracking. Getting up there. Oh, yeah, it has to be because, yeah, everybody's watching you judging and you're in a room of your peers. They're all celebrities. And all those rich celebrities, let's be honest, a lot of them are fuck faces. They're just like, oh, I can't be bothered. I'm so bored. Oh, look at this fuck. Mm. <laughs> I can't laugh at myself. I'm not saying everyone's like that. But you know what I mean? It's got that air of. They take themselves too serious. Because I read words off of a paper and then entertain the masses. I am better than you. And mm-hmm. that's not true. Yeah. It's true. I uh, got a few answers here from the regular show today. You're asking about delivery drivers and smoking in vehicles, how apparently you got a package that reeked of ciggies. Uh, yeah, the, the area kind of did. The, the, the UPS guy was smoking. It clearly was a cigarette, I th- and I thought that was odd, and then he dropped off. And so when I, when I opened up the door, the smoke, he'd already gone. The smoke was still in the area. It's just weird. The package smelled like cigarette smoke. Mm. So... I don't know. I'm sensitive to, to Siggy smoke, and maybe I'm just a little bitch. <laughs> well, you are a little bitch. I'm a little bitch, but, but Siggy smoke. You don't want your stuff to smell like Siggy's. It can yeah. linger for at least 10 to 15 minutes for me. Right. The smell. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I, I hear you. I'm the same way. And uh, this text that we got said, uh, smoking in company vehicles. I've worked for three businesses currently working on my third that supplies a company vehicle. And every one of them, you sign documentation on the use and liability of that vehicle. All the mandated no smoking in those documents minimizes distracted driving, minimizes the loss and resale value to the company. So I would imagine it's probably the same thing with uh, delivery drivers that, yeah, they, they don't want 
that. They don't want their vehicles being smoked in. Well, I mean, the vaping, I would get if you're vaping nicotine, because there's a lot of times not a smell or it, it you know, dissipates pretty quick. A cig- cigarette's so old school. Yeah, I'm going to fucking smoke this thing in the UPS <laughs> car and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we've had, uh, when my wife has uh, car problems, we have to get into a rental and I don't think you're supposed to ever smoke in those. And every now and then, because we've had so many different ones, I, I'm like, at some point, someone has smoked in this. I oh. can smell. It could have been three years ago, and I yep. can still, I just pick it up. I was in a lift, and you could tell they tried to throw mint smells and pineapple smells, and at the end of the day, it just smelled like pineapple with cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah. Smoky pineapple. No, nah, it's forever in there. And I'm not trying to judge anybody. Look, I, got, I have my own vices. It's not about judgment. It was just more... I could smell it. I, I, my package just smelled like sick. Yeah. It was a fact. It's just a fact. It does. I don't know what it is about. It's amazing how pungent the smell of Siggy's is. It does not do well in elevators. It hangs around yeah. it in does. an elevator. You can mm. smell it. Uh, Kara said, I heard you uh, talking about the rocket launch last week and how it doesn't really seem to be announced. It just seems like they're pew, 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 pew. They're shooting those things up all over the place. And then I hear about it on the news that day and they had four astronauts that were on them. Like, I just remember when I was a kid, when they were launching humans into space, it was a big deal and it would just be across TV and you would know about it. And that's why. It was such a big deal when the space shuttle exploded because they were showing it in all the classrooms because of how big of a deal it was when we were shooting humans into space. And now it just happens. I'm like, they didn't hear about it. They had no idea. And then, too, keep in mind, the teachers were all jacked up about it because it was a teacher going up in space. So right. they yeah. had a reason to get it was the personal. Yeah. It was. Mm. Yes. Because a lot of teachers auditioned for it yep. and wanted to be it. Mm-hmm. She said there is a website, rocketlaunch.live, that uh, lists all the launches planned for all launch sites, Florida, California, New Mexico, et cetera. When the launch is about to happen, there is a live stream video showing it. It's been very helpful. So if you are really into that uh, game, I think me, it was just more of a comment about how you always knew. You were never surprised. Be like, oh, wow, they launched up the shuttle? No. Oh, just- you always knew. Now it's just uh, they'll... I'm always surprised. I'm like, oh, hey, I guess a rocket went off last night. You are completely right. Mm-hmm. No, it, it was a big deal. We thought space was cool back then. We don't think space is as cool. I think it's just, Some yeah. of us do. Well, I, just, I think it's just so commonplace now. They're like, oh, okay, cool. I think, too, a, a lot of it, there, there's been a lot of blue balls going on about, oh, aliens and UFOs and blah. And you, you can only, you know, leak that out. I mean, I'm into that and I get excited, but your average person who's not into that, if, if you don't have a fucking alien walking and interviewing they're not gonna give a shit give us more yeah they don't care Mm -hmm. which i i mean blows my mind thinking about it every day are we alone why are we here (laughs) (laughs) a lot of questions so many questions so many questions (laughs) uh got an email from engineer keith we're talking about your grocery store hacks he said i like to put my items barcode up in my shopping cart. If I'm at Publix, it makes it easy and fast because the cashier doesn't have to find it. And if I'm at BJ's, I use the scan gun to enter all my items and then I pay. It makes a checkout take one to two minutes. Huh. Okay. So little hacks there. That crafty fuck showing us what to do. Oh, yeah. Not I do bad. that at Restaurant Depot. Because they come through with the gun and they want to scan all the barcodes. And it goes so much easier if you just put everything barcode up. 
Hmm. I, I I don't like self checkout. It's just not. I don't. It, I can feel. I can feel the hatred. You need to go in the line with a purse. Yeah, I, I like the line. You need a cashier. I do. I like the banter. You need a bagger. I like talking to the people. I do. I <laughs> fucking. I hate a long line at Walmart where you, everybody is disgruntled. Everyone, including the employees, no one wants to be there. <laughs> the customers, the manager, everybody. And you can just feel. You them. feel just oh. the discontentment. They, and their fucking bags, they put super glue in their bag. You can't even open them at Walmart. <laughs> it's not a fun experience. Well, you me, got a bitch ass grip. up. Oh, yeah. the worst. Yeah. Just go to the regular line. Yeah. Is it working? You're not alone, though. I saw today they were asking people about self checkout because. You save money on it. A lot of these stores, they think that's the future and that's how they want to go. They're trying to figure out how they can get rid of humans and use more AI technology and stuff like that. But so far, it sounds like there's a lot, still a sizable number of people that don't like self-checkout. Is it a detraction for you, Virginia, if you go to a store? No. If I if I have a bunch of stuff, I don't do the self-checkout because it's just too overwhelming. But I think it actually moves faster, the self-checkout. If you just have a few things and you're trying to get in and get out, for me, self-checkout is the way to go. I, I will say I've made an adjustment to the witch's point. I was probably doing too many items at the self-checkout, and it got overwhelming. And mm-hmm. if I if I got under 10 items, I, I can do the self-checkout, and I can make it pretty good. But eh, double digits, it starts to get a little, little hairy. Well, there's not enough space. For you, and then all your stuff, then you got to figure out how to where, where to put it, how to bag it. Like, if you've got more than like 10 or 12 items, now it becomes like a project. And you just, you're better off with help if you have a big project. And I get so down if there's an error. I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to ask for help now. Like, I'm in class and everyone's going to be just. The oh, lights like blinking red. Oh, yeah. You already fucked fuck. up something. You already fuck. You already dumb fuck. <laughs> this person does not want to help you. Yeah, they say a lot of self out, self checkout stations leave consumers feeling overwhelmed and unsupported, and they may become less loyal to those stores that offer that. So that's something that stores will have to consider. I think too, older people like the talking to the people. They like a cashier. Anything different? I mean, the self checkout's kind of a newer thing. So if if you're in your seventies or eighties, and all of a sudden you're trying to now you're putting shit in bags and you're it's a lot for some people i get it at whole foods now too they have the self-checkout with the palm reader have you seen that i have seen that you can put your palm on it for whatever it like knows you i guess that that's freaking weird but i see old people all the time trying to swipe their credit card on the palm reader no man oh there's nothing worse than doing something stupid with technology in front of somebody who knows about technology (laughs) i did that at our movie premiere uh not the night of but i had to go up to the the malls and show them something i didn't know what the fucking piece of equipment i'm trying to plug it in and the guy's like dude what are you do no that's not even he, he opened it up and goes you're not even no 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 just no it's embarrassing no <laughs> just no <laughs> And another grocery store hack from Christina said, download a credit card to your phone for quick checkout at the store. Okay, yeah, that's good. And then when they steal your phone, they'll also steal your card. It's perfectly convenient. (laughs) And then they'll steal your identity. It's perfect. Yeah. (laughs)
Uh, Sarah said, uh, it's a funny little thread. There was an issue doing uh, what Jaybird does a lot and uh, abbreviating things. She said, I got this new birdhouse for Christmas that records pictures and videos of the birds that visit. It took a while for the birds to start using it. So needless to say, I was very excited when I actually caught video of a bird on camera. So I shared the picture in a family group chat. My husband, kind of like Jaybird, thinks it's fun to use abbreviations and refer to my birdhouse as my BH, which led <laughs> to a little confusion. He's talking about Dove. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. That's a dope picture. The family's going off. And uh, the husband said, yeah, mom's BH is the new hotspot. Happy hour. <laughs> we invite the family to gather around. I mean, hotspot is perfectly named. <laughs> People said, oh, my gosh, that sounds really dirty. <laughs> BH. <laughs> and somebody else. Kids, said, you want to come look? They said nobody refers to a birdhouse as a BH. They don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mom's BH. <laughs> it's quite a hot spot, your mom's BH. <laughs> yeah. All the neighbors are talking about it. Right. <laughs> Birdhouses, by the way, are pretty cool. That's how you know you're getting old. <laughs> when you make that statement. Anybody who says that <laughs> is Birdhouses, just by the way, are pretty cool. preparing for death. Oh, I know it's happening. Old as fuck. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Mary Ann said, uh, I don't know if you've uh, heard this, but I uh, recently heard this from TikTok that young people are now using the word cunty in a positive way to describe something looking cool and fierce what no they cannot take that word we know what cunty means after asking my teen daughter about the word she said she heard it on beyonce's new album in a song that she uses describing the word cunty as a fierce bad bitch when did such a derogatory word against women become a positive word to describe something good? Why are people allowing this to be a cool word, yet canceling others for far less offensive things? Why is our supposed queen bee making this cool? I believe I'm also aging out of Earth as Jaybird. Yeah, just don't get lost in the sauce. Do what I'm doing. Just plan on going out to the woods. I spoke to my daughter about it and explained how offensive the word cunt is, and she said her friends didn't even know what the word cunt was. Is ignorance making it okay to be cool now? I tried to explain how if I said something is using the F word for gay people, how wrong that would be, and there's now a positive spin on it. But she was offended that I said that, but not the word cunty? Am I wrong in thinking this word should be canceled? Look, that's my feeling on words. Words, the meanings change. People use them, weaponize them. Words don't affect me. They don't. But, you know, there's there's not a word that affects me, but it doesn't mean it doesn't for somebody else. So out of care for others, I try to be careful if I know a word is out of bounds for somebody to, I don't want to purposely offend and hurt people's feelings, so I don't. That word, the C word, is so polarizing. I know a lot of women have a big problem with it. I am not one of them. I don't care. But you start throwing that word around, you are definitely going to get reaction. I, I mm. will say this, though. It, it's lost its sting. And not I, I hear women say it If it's stinging, you need to go to the doctor. The time. It's, it, that used to be like, <gasps> and I'm like you, Kevin. I, I don't, I mean, it's a word. Mm-hmm. I mean, why, why, why is cunt so bad? But, mm-hmm. you know, vagina is 
Fine. It, it's odd how we demonize certain words. And I get that, you know, it's it's the meaning behind it and how you use it. But, right. uh, I mean, the, 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 the whole thing of where oh, women do not like the word cunt and they don't say – it's – that's, it's it's not changing true. a it's, lot. It, it's absolutely changing. There mm. are still some old girls that don't like it. But a, a lot of the, the culture debates we talk about is because, you know, people are aging out of what is different. Well, it goes to show you how words recycle themselves. And, you know, in, in certain places, things are just so taboo. I think you have to look at intent and attitude when you deliver a word or a sentence. You know, like fanny pack, I always, that's cracks me up because i guess if you're on the radio in britain you couldn't say that that's that's basically just saying pussy <laughs> you know and it's like well that's that's so weird to us fanny pack means nothing but yeah you say it there you go like, oh my gosh but it's like why is it that geography makes it such well, a, a different thing it is silly it's weird i can say poop on the air but i can't say shit it, I mean, right. yeah. we all, we all, especially, I mean, that's you an example. You can say crap, you can yeah. say a hundred different ways to describe it, dookie, Turd. caca. That's an example of, you're right. not, a, you're not calling anybody a name, you're not, no. it, it's not a bad thing. Oh, you're so, yeah. yeah, this place looks like shit, or this place yeah. looks like poop, <gasps> and that's the difference between a fine of, of the FCC. Yeah, you know, and so it, it, it is kind of interesting, and then, yeah, after time and generations go, and I, I think when people use it in a certain derogatory way in a generation, it becomes inbred in that generation as something so taboo and so nasty, and as the years pass and hopefully things change and get better, uh, you know, people are even talking about in the chat room, the, the N-word, there may be a time and a place in a generation where it doesn't have the same kind of sting uh, I know that uh, younger kids that are black, they use it all the time. And you listen to Dave Chappelle and he throws it out nonstop in what he does to no ripple effect. Who knows? Maybe 50 or 100 years from now, that will be a word that nobody ever thinks twice. of. be like, can you believe that once upon a time that was such a hideous word? Because that's what happens in language. It does rotate and it changes. So who knows what it's going to be? But, yeah, I will not be using the word because I'm still in that old set uh, – Time where the C word is, you call it the C word. The N word is the N word. I, I dropped the C word on the podcast when we first started doing the, I mean, probably within the first year we're doing the podcast mm-hmm. here at RMF. And yeah. uh, a woman sent me a very scathing email. I cannot believe you would use the C word and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm never listening again. People need to also, too, stop being so damn offended. Like, it's a, pretty silly. I was like, what a con. You know, <laughs> look, at, look, at the, look at the context of it. Did yeah. you say context? Oh, okay. Wordplay, Sinicky. I see ya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. So that is the lesson in language here today. Um, you see a couple other uh, things going on here. People uh, loved your outfit from last week, Jaybird. In fact, uh, they wanted to let you know it was the one where you had on the gold glitter jacket and hat. They do a steampunk weekend at Deerfield Beach, February 24th. And that's what it's all about, those kind of outfits. And so they said you would fit in great there. I love it. And to correct you, Kevin, no, not everyone loved that outfit. Oh, most oh, really? people. Okay. The fun people loved Pe- it. Yeah, usually when people don't, like, what are you wearing? They usually don't get my act anyway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Man, this guy's goofy. It's like, usually some chick's husband who doesn't like you anyway because his wife keeps talking about Jay Bird from the radio. Gosh, I- that husband's acting a real cunt. 
I won't do it again. Sorry. Don't don't don't, don't eat me up, poor Kevin. Yes. <laughs> Today is National Grandpa Day. Oh. So if you are blessed to still have a grandpa, let him know. Mine's dead. Damn, yeah, man. Mine Make, too. Making a left on Depression Boulevard. Yep. <laughs> My both of mine are dead. As a doornail. Yep. Mine I'm, mine hung himself. Fuck. Well, when we've got a winner. <laughs> Top that. I think I know. I, I do know this story you do, yeah. because you've said it a lot. Mm-hmm. But give us one more time. It is a bomb drop. It's a bomb drop. <laughs> like, okay, follow that. Yeah. I think she wins on that one. She does. Yeah. I mean, are you ever going to beat her at a depressing story? Where, where did he hang himself? At the house? Yep. And who found him? Grandma. Fuck. I think every time I have the same reaction, I think every time. Dude. But dude, it's heavy. It's so heavy. Did you know him? Was Grandpa heavy? No, he wasn't heavy. Okay. Uh, I was five. Well, that's good. I mean, if you're looking for positives, at least he wasn't very heavy. I knew him. I remember him. Mm-hmm. And then I remember just one day they told me, oh, he had a heart attack and died. I didn't find out till I was like much, much, much older that it wasn't a heart attack. Now, did, did, does he, did he not like you like your mom doesn't like you? Or was there a... <laughs> You think I'm the reason he hung himself? Damn. I was five. I wasn't that offensive. Five minutes of little Virginia. I can't believe my granddaughter. Where, where did grandpa go? My granddaughter's a demon. He tapped out. You had enough, huh? Why can't she be like Maggie? <laughs> Maggie wasn't born yet. Oh, okay, so she don't even know the grandpa nope, story. She never met grandpa. Were you closer to your grandparents, your grandpa? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I was. Yeah, absolutely. When did, when did they perish? Oh, years ago. Grand, grandpa said, yeah, they've all been dead for a while. But yeah, they, they didn't have a horrific death where they were hanging themselves. It was all, uh, for the most part, uh, pretty nice. Did you take it hard or is it kind of like, uh, they're grandparents, they lived an old, lo- loving life? No, or- it, was, it, was, it was very sad. I was sad to see them go. So... You know, but uh, so is life. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, my grandma very sad. There ain't no way you you were sad is the hanging story. Mm. I'm glad they didn't tell me this the story when I was little. That would have been heavy. Well, it's heavy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, we can hear it. We all can hear Kevin leaning over to turn the podcast off because the suicide story, without a doubt. Would have not gone for a National Grandpa Day had I known we gone here, but it's supposed <laughs> to be a nice, cheery way to end. And yeah, yeah say, say hello to Grandpa. Oh, no, I, mine's dead. He it, hung himself. You grand- brought it up. It's kind of a hard did way I, to... Did I bring it up? Did I bring no, it up? No, I did. I brought up National Grandpa Day. But like I said, I didn't think it was going to take that turn. I thought it would be a... You know, life, if you have one that's still living, express your love for them. If you had them, have a nice day of memories. That's right. You had said it was National Grandpa Day, and then we heard a witch go, oh, mine's dead. Yeah, my daddy hung himself. (laughs) And, of course, I had to ask questions again. Yeah, and then you went down deeper, and the depression (laughs) kept going, and then there's just no good way to end this. It doesn't ever end. You're stuck in this weird fucking awkward world of dead-hanging grandpa. You notice when I ask Virginia a lot of questions back-to-back, it never goes great. No, they just get more depressing, yeah. It's never going to get better. But yet you keep coming back to the table. I know. I play myself. You hate it, but you love it. So there you go. So if you got a grandpa and he hasn't hung himself yet... Be thankful. Oh, she'll tell me that story again. I'll forget about it. Go, you wait, you fucking hung himself? I forgot, I forgot all about that. But then you kind of remember a little bit, but then you need me to fill in all the blank spaces yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, Bird, it's also National Hot Sauce Day. So, if you like, get on that, yeah. <laughs>
Go enjoy yourself some hot sauce. He's allergic. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all have a great one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.